happy freaking new year, magic makers. Can you believe it is 2022? I know everybody is saying stuff like that and it sounds kind of cliche at this point, but truly I'm freaked out that it's 2022. Like what happened? What happened? I feel like last year just evaporated and yet so much happened in the last 365 days. I cannot believe when I think about where I was a year ago and where I am right now, a year ago, I was struggling Um, living in Seattle, trying really hard to white knuckle my way through difficult, a difficult time of my life um, and just sort of get through it. And uh, on the surface, things seemed probably a lot better to the outside world than they were on the inside. And the biggest gift that I got in the last year was not silencing myself anymore with regards to my internal experience and making my insides match my outside. As Glennon Doyle says, sometimes I love that feeling, that idea of speaking up in such a way, whether it's through writing, whether it's through social media, whether it's through a podcast, whether it is through your daily conversations with people and how you interact with your loved ones, your colleagues, what a gift it is to do the work you need to do in order to have the strength to show up as your authentic self and be honest about what your real experience is in any given moment, but also to surround yourself with people who can accept you and love you through those things. What a gift, what a huge gift, which brings me to the subject of today's podcast, which is truly about, it's about podcasting, which is very meta, but the, the true nitty gritty feeling behind this episode that I want you to walk away with is I want every single one of you to be inspired to share your voice with the world, to stop silencing yourself, whatever that looks like for you. It doesn't have to, you don't have to start a podcast to do that, but heck, that is what worked for me. I invited my podcast producer, Haley Hayhurst on to find your magic today, because first of all, a lot of you have been asking me, how did I decide to start this podcast and how did I actually start it? Like the practical side of getting the equipment, understanding um, what software programs I needed, how do you actually launch the thing, all of that practical stuff. I've gotten that question a ton and I really wanted to, to provide you guys with a roadmap for that, which is why I'm asking Haley on today. She's going to share all of that good stuff with us in this episode of Find Your Magic. But I also wanted to talk about the importance uh, and how transformative it's been for me in my life, Um, the importance of talking through things, owning our stories, and having the courage to tell the truth and choosing a medium in which to do that. For me, if I hadn't started this podcast, I really don't know that I would be as aware of what I need in my real life (laughs) as I am now, because every single week I get to 
I joke about this. I trick people into having deep conversations with me every week. And every week I learn not only about them, but about myself through those conversations. So stay for this one because it doesn't matter whether you are wanting to know about starting your own podcast, which we talk about, or whether you need some inspiration for speaking up for yourself. We cover both. And by we, I mean myself and Haley. Haley is such a bundle of light. I love her so much. I'm so glad that I found her in my research. Um, For myself, I knew that I didn't want to edit my own episodes. I wanted somebody else to do it because I'm a perfectionist. And if I had had to edit all my own episodes, nothing ever would have gone out into the world. So thank goodness I found Haley, who is the founder of Espresso Podcast Production, which is a full service podcast agency that helps business owners increase their revenue through strengthening their podcast strategy. I love that she has strategy as part of her offerings. She really, really helped me understand what I needed to do to make sure my podcast was a success even before I started recording episodes. So before she devoted herself full time to Espresso Podcast Production, espresso like the coffee drink. She actually worked in PR and communications for some major brands, including NPR, a personal favorite of mine, and UFC, which just tickles me to no end and also shows us that it doesn't matter where you're coming from, what your experience is, your purpose is going to find you. Haley's life mission is to amplify the voices of those who spread knowledge and positivity and to help those people turn their passions into a podcast. She lives by the motto. She wrote this to me and she lives by the motto. Life is too short to do the things you don't want to do. We all deserve a coffee break. So get yourself a warm cup of coffee uh, or a cold cup of something else. We don't judge. And join us for this amazing conversation about finding and sharing your voice and starting a podcast with Haley Hayhurst of Espresso Podcast Production. Haley, this is so meta. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for this. (laughs) So you guys, Haley and I met and started, well, I found her on Instagram. I was doing my own research of podcast producers because I did a lot of homework and I decided that it was better for me to hire somebody to be my producer rather than do it myself. And I am so thrilled that I found Haley because this has been such a positive journey, truly from day one of working with you. So I'm so grateful to have you on the podcast to talk about podcasting. Thanks for having me. You're like a dream client. I love everything you talk about and it's just like fun editing your episodes too, right? If I have an interest in it, I love editing it. Well, that's what I love to hear. Thank you. I'm so grateful that you feel that way. It truly has been one of the best decisions for my mental health. Um, and unexpectedly so to start this podcast, I was telling a friend of mine that the podcast is like, I feel like I get to trick people into having deep conversations with me every week because I'm the kind of person I've always been the kind of person I don't know, being an actor for so many years and being a highly sensitive person, which is a a real thing, by the way, look it up. Um, and not knowing what that was as a kid. 
I just have so many feelings. And one of the best ways for me to process those feelings is to talk about them and also to listen to other people talk about them. So what would you say to someone who might feel similarly, like they have a lot of feelings or they have a lot of thoughts and a lot of expertise and they're just sort of sitting on it. Maybe they don't want to start a blog, um, but they're thinking about a podcast. What would you tell them would be like the tipping point for, yeah, you definitely should start one. Yeah. So a highly sensitive person is a real thing. I just read a whole book about it. It's called life strategies for empaths. You need to check this out. It was crazy. I literally just finished it the other night and it was such a good book. Please go look it up. I will send you the link. Please send me the link. For those of you who don't know. So my therapist is a highly sensitive person. I am a highly sensitive person. When she started telling me like the criteria, I was like, oh, that's everything that I thought was wrong with me (laughs) since childhood. You mean that other people are like this and it's normal? Oh my God. And there's like ways that I can process all of the things inside me. Sign me up. (laughs) You would love this book. I will definitely send it to you because it's so amazing. It's like scary for some people to get over wanting to start a podcast from like other platforms. So like some people are writers, some people are good at speaking, some people, those aren't their strengths. But if you feel inclined to start a podcast, what I always think is it's going to be around forever. So it's like one of those things that your kids can listen to, your grandkids. It depends on what type of podcast you want to have. If it's lifestyle, business, there's different purposes for all of them. But It's just getting your voice out in the world, getting your emotions, your beliefs, all of that out into the world. And if other people are doing it, why would you silence yourself and not join them, right? Why would you let all of these like people with wild out there opinions overpower your opinions? And so I just love podcasting because join the conversation, become like a leader in your industry, a leader for other people. So that's why I I always encourage people just to start. And it's not, it can be scary, but if you have support, whether that be a producer like me or just friends who hold you accountable to it, you're going to set yourself up for success. Thank you so much for saying that. And I want to repeat one sentence you just said, which is why would you silence yourself? Mm -hmm. I think so many of us hold back and think of it as just not being ready, but really what you're doing is silencing yourself. You're shutting yourself down. Mm -hmm. And the beauty of starting a podcast, because you know, Haley, you've, you've had to listen to all of my episodes. So, you know, But this has evolved very, very much just in the, gosh, when did we start? August. So August, September, October, November. Oh my God. It's been five months. That's That's so amazing. (laughs) Um, And I started recording in June. So really it's been seven months. I, if I had known what it was going to be today, back in June, I might not have started in June. If I hadn't allowed myself that space to really embrace the fact that this podcast truly is equal parts entrepreneurship and mental health. And I thought it was going to be like 70, 30, 
entrepreneurship, 70% mental health as like a bonus, you know, part of it. But in talking to all of these entrepreneurs and talking to all of these women who own their own businesses about what it's really like to do what you love, I realized that it truly, it's almost the other way, 70% mental health and like owning who you are and finding your voice and not silencing that voice and 30% business. It's you, you won't know what it's going to end up being when you start, but the thing is you have to just start, right? Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. I am like guilty of this too. My podcast just came out today with the first <gasps> episodes. Haley! And so like, congratulations. Thank What's it called? You. How do we support you? Yeah. So it's called employee to boss. It's on all streaming platforms It's for new entrepreneurs or anyone wanting to start a side hustle, get into their own business. Like it's a lot of actionable steps of how to get there. And I speak with people in all different industries. So it's not just, you know, one type of industry. You can get the theory is called info sponging. It's like where you learn different strategies from different industries, like McDonald's got their drive-through concept from a bank. And so it's just like Mm -hmm. things like that, that I think is so awesome to share. Oh my God. I love this info sponging. That's so cool. I was like, Oh my gosh, I need that's mind blowing. I'm an info sponge from you. (laughs) 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 That's so fascinating. And that's so true. And good copywriter trick, Haley, putting it in context with the McDonald's drive-through story. Good job. (laughs) Thank you. So let's talk a little bit about, cause you weren't always a podcast producer. Right. So I would love if you told us a little bit about your own journey to deciding to start your own business and why this business. Yeah. So I always say my business kind of just fell into my lap during COVID and it really did when I was in college. So I graduated December, 2019 from university of Nevada, Las Vegas I thought I was going to go into some corporate job and just have fun, do whatever. I really loved working with UFC, which is where I was working before because I love working in sports. And so I thought I would have a career in that. And then probably my junior beginning of senior year, I was like, maybe I'm not ready to go straight into corporate. So I applied to join the Peace Corps. I was accepted. I was supposed to go to Cambodia and teach English to children. <laughs> and I had then, no idea about this part yeah. of your story. And then COVID hit and I was just delayed and delayed and delayed more and more. I think I'm honestly still delayed. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And so I really had to figure out like what I was going to do. I remember getting the email being like, you're delayed until at least I think it was like September at this point. And this was back in March. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, well, apparently this is not where my life is supposed to go. Yeah. And we know how that this. ended up, right? <laughs> I mean, right. Like, that definitely was not cleared up by September either. Right. And so I just had to figure out what I actually wanted to do. And in the meantime, one of my cousin's cousins needed a podcast editor. So back in college, I had my own podcast. It was 
a pro wrestling podcast. Oh my God. I know. It's so funny. What is it called? Tell me everything. Yeah. So my friend actually still does it. We were co-hosting it. It's called Wrestling Wind Down. We were both into WWE. (laughs) I know. This is the best news. I'm picturing, just so you know, I'm picturing full like 80s glow, like Netflix glow. Oh, absolutely. Huge hair, glitter, everything. (laughs) I love that. I love everything about this. This is so funny. This has taken the best turn. (laughs) So many like different things that led me to where I am. But this is exactly, (laughs) but this is like so cool that this is coming up because you guys, this is very relevant. It does not fucking matter where you're coming from like you can find your way to the thing that you're meant to do from a pro wrestling podcast right like you you never ever shut yourself down because you think like oh I don't have the years of experience you learn you learn on the fly you just recalibrate constantly according to what feels good and feels like you're doing something that you care about. That is the secret of life. Recalibrate constantly. That's it. Hey, magic makers. I could not be more thrilled that one of my favorite companies in the world has generously decided to sponsor this podcast. And that company is Kajabi. If you're an online course creator, or you've ever thought about creating an online course, chances are you've probably heard of them because they're the number one, most trusted knowledge commerce platform. But what I really would love to tell you guys is how much Kajabi really helped my entire business. Um, And I'm just a fan of them. So I'm so thrilled to be able to share more about all the different products that they have under the Kajabi umbrella. I personally got rid of like five or six other platforms that I was paying for because Kajabi actually replaced those platforms and enabled me to have everything in one seamless place. So I've got my online courses on Kajabi. I've got my templates. I've got my podcast hosted on Kajabi. I use them for all of my email marketing, basically Anything that I need for my business is completely taken care of on Kajabi. And right now they're offering a free 30 day trial, which is so great. It's more than enough time to really understand how the platform works, if it's right for you. And you can go to kelseyformost.com slash Kajabi to learn all about the platform. I've really laid it out in super simple terms for you guys. So you can learn all about why I am a fan for life of Kajabi. That's K-A-J-A-B-I. I love this. Pro wrestling. Yes. Pro wrestling. Isn't that so funny? Continue please. Where I am. So I learned all about podcasting, launching a podcast, because it was just me and my friend Lo doing it together. And so we were doing graphics, promotion, connecting, finding guests, all of that by ourselves. And then I I stepped away from it, moved to Seattle after I graduated and got laid off. And I think I had like a 
min- mini like midlife crisis or something, but I mean, yeah. ended up in Seattle. <laughs> and then my cousin's cousin needed a podcast editor. So I was like, yeah, sure. While I figure out what I'm going to actually do, I'll just do this. And so one thing led to another. I kept getting referrals and I was like, wow, let me name my business Espresso Podcast Production and let me see if this will work. And then it just, it worked out. And so here I am, I've done a bunch of different things in my business, starting with virtual assistants and editing only to now doing more editing, coaching, I'm coming out with some courses, like good for you, a whole bunch of other things that it really just all started because of this pro wrestling podcast and Cambodia not working out. I love this so much. I love that it boils down to that. Um, okay. Okay. So I want to dive into, I love that you're coming out with courses by the way. Um, and one of the things that I wanted to make sure people knew was that you share a lot of really great free content on your Instagram. You're one of my favorite follows, even though I've had a podcast for months, I find tips all the time from your, especially your reels are so good things that I didn't really think about, like different ways to different ways of interviewing or different ways of doing a solo episode or how to structure something or like things that things to sort of jog topics that you might want to talk about on your podcast. There's so much information. Um, there's so much information that I think for someone who is just thinking about, okay, I want to dip my toe in and see what this might be like, where would you tell them to start? Because there's just so much out there, right? If you Google how to start a podcast, you're going to get a million different posts. So your personal advice, where would you tell them to start? So where I want people to start is a little different than where, what you'll find when you just Google it. Awesome. I want someone to sit down They can record literally on their phone, wherever it may be on Zoom. I know some people aren't really comfortable on video. So however it is that you feel most comfortable and just start talking about yourself and the topic that you want to talk about and then go back and listen to it because that's a really good way to say like, yes, I want to talk about this topic. I highly recommend people do this before they even try and figure out a name for their podcast. Love because that. that's what holds people back all of the time. Their name Amy. and their decorations of the podcast are really like like the, the art and everything. That's what holds people back because that's what people see before they listen. But I always think of it like a house, right? So you need to build the foundation of your content, your topics, what vibe you want it to give off before you name it and put on like all of the fancy graphics and designing and branding. And so I just really want people to sit down, listen to themselves talk and decide like, is this what I want to do? Is this what I want people to listen to and do some soul searching. And then Mm -hmm. from there, go and Google how to start a podcast, but that can get very overwhelming. So it it's can. really just that's like why your course, that's why people should take your eventual course. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because they break it Which, all down. When is it going to come out? Because this is this episode's going to come out in January. So when do you have an idea of when your course might come out? 
It's going to probably come out middle of January. I've been working on it. So, well, regardless, we'll put it in the show notes. Um, and even if it gets updated later, we can still go back and drop it in. So no matter when you're listening to this, um, check out the show notes. We'll put Haley's course information in there. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, of course. No pun intended. (laughs) Um, the reason I asked about where to start, and I'm so glad that you said what you said, because as a copywriting expert, right? Marketing expert. I talk about marketing all day, every single day, and especially how to talk about yourself, which is important if you have a podcast where you're literally talking all the time. And one thing that I see people do over and over and over again is they pigeonhole themselves into a subject they think is going to make them the most money instead of really doing the homework of why they want to do what they do and um, whether it is something they can do every day as a career. There mm-hmm. are so many, and and on the flip side of that, um, how many people are afraid to do that homework and then just don't do anything at all. There are the people who pigeonhole themselves and like go really, really hard in the paint for something they don't actually love. And then the people who have something they actually love, but never pursue it because they're scared to put themselves out there. And both sides of the spectrum really benefit from exactly what Haley said, which is taking the time to sit with yourself, see if you like sitting down and talking on a podcast. I think, would you agree that a lot of people start podcasts and then they fizzle out because people don't realize? Definitely. Definitely. I think that what happens a lot is they start recording their episodes. And then when it comes to their marketing strategy, that's where they get stressed out and really fall behind because, you know, podcast platforms like Google and Spotify and Apple podcasts, those aren't very searchable. There's a million podcasts out there that probably have similar topics to yours, but that really shouldn't hold you back. Right. Just coming up with some strategy to start your podcast is all you really need. You don't need like a step-by-step day-by-day strategy. And I think that's what a lot of people get overwhelmed with. And that's why they stop doing their podcast. Do you dream about people coming to your website and telling you, I cannot wait to work with you. I've been looking for this forever. I feel like I already know you. Can I please pay you to help me? Or maybe you just want to feel more confident when you sit down to write something for your business, knowing your words aren't just evaporating into the ether of the internet, but instead are connecting with your ideal customers. Look, after years as a freelance copywriter, I can very confidently tell you that no matter what business you're in, great copy turns words on the page into dollars in the bank, just like magic, which is why I want to make sure you know that my signature course copy class is currently open for enrollment. Now, here's the thing. You can hire a professional copywriter 
but honestly, that could cost you thousands. And it just doesn't make sense to hire someone every freaking time you need to write something for your business, which is why I specifically designed copy class for non-writers, entrepreneurs who want to learn to write their own high converting copy without breaking the bank or spending hours staring at the blinking cursor of death. Copy class covers everything you need to know from the psychology behind why certain writing works to honing in on your actual ideal customer, aka people who are truly going to give you their monies, to how to write a website that converts start to finish, and finally, how to send emails that convert and sell. So if you want to learn more about copy class, see what's inside, and hear from past students, head to kelseyformost.com slash copy class. That's kelseyformost.com slash C-O-P-Y-C-L-A-S-S. I mean, you're preaching to the choir right now. I, when I started and Haley knows this because she's been there for every single step. I had all of these plans to do like every single week, a blog that went along with each episode that was going to be like tagged and then email that went out with every single episode. And then I was going to write an email for the guests to send to their people every week and a social media asset and stories and all this stuff. And I realized very quickly, I did that for a couple of months and I realized very quickly, oh, I just don't have the bandwidth to do every single one of those things. So I'm going to pick two. Yeah. And you know what? It's been great. And the downloads have been super consistent Mm -hmm. and I still can put things up and do things. And the, the podcast is still doing really well, but it actually is doing better. Like I am doing better. I am able to show up and have better conversations because I'm not so stressed out about like being an entire marketing team for for a podcast. So just giving yourself permission to only record, edit, post, and then like put it somewhere else, whether it is an email marketing campaign, a blog, or a social media post. I do social media because that's where I have the biggest audience. Um, that's all, that's all you need to get started. And then you can build You can build onto it, especially as you hire people to help you. Yeah, definitely. Once you hire people, it's a lot easier to do everything. But at first, you really, like you just said, you really just need to put up the episode and maybe post it on social media. It's really up to you how much you market it. I think another reason people in any industry should really start a podcast. So I usually work with business owners and someone who wants to use this in their total marketing strategy, their mm-hmm. podcasts at like the forefront of their marketing strategy. And I talked to someone who I was like, oh, so what inspired you to start your podcast? And she was saying that just writing out captions on social media, getting on reels for 30 seconds, going live like 15 minutes once a week wasn't connecting her to her audience as much as she wanted it to Mm. and so by having a podcast and having it 30 45 minutes an hour once a week she was able to show off like more of her personality and that's what really books you clients right your personality not how often you post or what you look like right if they can vibe with you they will hire you. Amen. And so that's why she had one. And that's why so many business owners 
should really think about having a podcast. Really anyone in any industry, if you sell products, if you sell services, whatever it may be, just imagine how much you can like connect with more people by just talking consistently once a week and getting to know them. What would you say to people who are in an industry where they're like, well, it doesn't really lend itself to podcasting because let me use myself as an example. When I first started, I thought there's no way I can sustain a podcast about copywriting. Like I'll run out of topics and I don't want to go into all the stuff that's in my paid courses. So there's really only so much that I can do when it comes to talking about copywriting. But when I expanded it and expanded it and expanded it, and I was like, well, what kinds of conversations do I have in my normal, authentic life? That's when it got interesting. And that's when I was like, oh, it wasn't just about copywriting. It was about finding your voice and finding your voice isn't just about your business and like your voice as, as you write on a website or you write in your marketing materials, finding your voice is deep personal work. And that is when I was like, that's a podcast. That's the type of conversation I can't wait to have with everyone who has an online business. And that's how I sort of, I found my my niche and my topic for the podcast by snowballing in my own head. So what would you say to people who you just said, like, it can be any business, right? Yeah. So what would you say to people who are in an industry or a business where they're like, well, that's not really a podcast. Yeah. So I ran into the same issue when I was planning my podcast, because I could talk about podcasting all day, but like you just said, you don't want to give all of your information out and kind of like info dump on people because that's just not going to have a sustainable podcast for you or your guests. And so if you feel like a podcast is right for you, it doesn't really matter the industry that you're in. It really doesn't matter exactly what your business is. You can sprinkle that in here and there. What I personally do is once a month, I'm going to add a podcasting or a podcasting episode in there, but I'm having other conversations. And so let's say you sell, I don't know, maybe you make handmade soap or something, just a random example. Love it. You can have a podcast about anything you're passionate about. Let's say you want to highlight other small business owners. That's something that, you know, relates to you but isn't all about you. So that's a key point. Like people listen to you because they like what you're talking about and they like the way you're presenting it, but it doesn't need to be all about you. And so you could have other small business owning guests on there and then maybe put in a commercial for your soap or have once a month or once a quarter, you can be like, here's what's going on in my, in my own business, like catch up with me. And so I think that everyone can find a topic that you're passionate about. And then through that, just sprinkle in your own, your own stuff as you see fit. Absolutely. I also think, um, a really great resource for me has been other people's podcasts and seeing what am I drawn to? And it can be completely unrelated to my own industry but it's more like, what could I sit there and listen to? And then kind of being curious, why 
is this podcast keeping my interest over this other one? Mm -hmm. Um, what kinds of conversations do I like listening to? Do I like really casual fly on the wall conversations where they just sort of go where they go and people cuss and, you know, you're just sort of like in the room with them, or do I prefer more structured, like script, almost scripted step-by-step you leave and you learn something kind of podcasts. Um, that is really, really helpful to just pay attention. What are you listening to yourself? What are you watching on YouTube, on social media, on Instagram? Um, whose lives do you stay present for? Who do you click out? What are you saving? What kind of content do you come back to again and again? And not just the actual content of those episodes, but the tone and the structure and the feeling of those episodes and that content. Yeah, because it, like you just said, if you like that fly on the wall conversation type situation, and then you go into your podcast as doing it all interview style, like, oh, how did you get started with this? And you make it so structured, you're not going to be interested. And then editing it, you're also not going to want to do that as often. And like we were saying, like a podcast editor and a podcast producer was perfect for you. Not everyone needs a podcast producer, right? As a podcast producer, I would love it if everyone hired me, but there are just some people who want more control over editing out all of their ums, or they want to do it themselves to have more control over it. And so you have time, let's say you have a background in editing, then yeah, like I edit my own podcast as a podcast editor. Will I always edit my own podcast? I don't know. It depends on how busy I am and how much control I have over it. But for you, like you are a busy person and you wanted the ease of it. And so hiring a podcast producer was right for you. And so I think that's another thing that when you're planning out your podcast, deciding, is it sustainable? Will I be able to keep this up? Because if you upload episodes here and there, just randomly, you're not Mm going to be able to build a following. Yeah. Because people are never going to know when to when to come and listen to you. The other thing is, are you going to be able to edit the audio to make it sound good? Because, oh my gosh, that is like my biggest pet peeve where <laughs> I will tune into a podcast and I'm like, these people are all over the place with different levels of audio. Like, I can't focus on this. Yeah. I know not everyone is as picky as I am, but like making sure everything sounds good because bad audio will get someone to turn off their podcast quicker than anything else. And so it's really just like thinking, do I need a podcast editor? Can I do this myself? It's really up to the podcast host. Completely. I love that you brought this up because I think a lot of people are in that place of, I know I want to start a podcast. I know what it's going to be about. I know how I want it to feel but I don't know how to actually do the technology. And that's where I was when I came to you and in my limited research, just to give you an idea, listeners, um, every time I say listeners, I think I'm Fraser crane. That's just like, (laughs) dear listener, I'm listening. Um, so listeners, if you are in that place that I was where I was like, I think I actually want to do this. I know the topic generally. Um, I know I'm going to use zoom to do this. I bought a Yeti mic. I invested in a Yeti mic and I had these old headphones 
Um, and so I had the equipment. That's all you need a, a connection to either a computer or a phone and a microphone. And then I do like having headphones. It just, um, feels a little bit more, I, I feel more focused when I record with headphones and I, I feel like I have a better idea of what it sounds like. So equipment wise, that's really all you need. I mean, you could go way fancier and you don't even necessarily need a good, like a, a expensive microphone. There are microphones out there on Amazon that are pretty darn good. And they're like 20, 30 bucks. It's not bad. Um, of course, you know, you, if you want to truly go all in, you can invest a little bit more in your equipment, but that's what you need equipment wise. Tell the people what they need other than equipment wise to get started practically. Yeah. So I have a whole podcast launch checklist that I can put in the show notes, but it really just starts off with, like you said, equipment. The next one is your idea. And then once you record that episode, I was talking about that. No one even has to hear, like you can just record that, listen to it and delete it. Like no one has to hear anything you don't want them to. That's right. So the next thing I would recommend doing is the branding portion, because that's where a lot of people feel connected to their podcast. It's true. Deciding that's the fun shit. Like, <laughs> deciding if it's going to be a solo episode or a solo podcast where it's just you talking or if you want to have guests. So after you come up with the name and the, the colors or whatever it is that you may want, then decide, okay, well, am I going to have guests on this? What type of guests do I want? Who do I want? And then reaching out to those ideal people and then just start recording. I had like 14 episodes recorded before I started my podcast. Yeah, And it's just because I, for myself, I wanted a lot, so I didn't fall behind or anything like that. But I know tons of people that record their podcast week of. For myself, that would stress me out unbelievably, (laughs) but I like to have kind of a backlog. And so, yeah, so I think really the next things would be just figuring out guests, no guests, recording, branding, logo, name. And, um, I made my own art on Canva, love Mm -hmm. Canva. Um, it's not hard. Like, I think that even though if it looks fancy, (laughs) here's the thing, lots of things look fancy, but actually aren't that hard to do. Um, you all, you just need a square cover art for your podcast. You can make it on Canva. You can make it on Tipic. Um, there's lots of resources for that kind of stuff, uh, online, but Canva is my favorite. And it was also really fun to do that. It was very fun to be, come up with my tagline and come up with my show description. Um, and the other thing that you're talking about, as far as scheduling, that was something that was really helpful for me to do was to start reaching out to a bunch of people. I was shocked and how many people said yes immediately. And very similarly to you, I think I did 10 or 10 or 12 episodes before getting truly into the launch mode. Mm -hmm. Um, and it kind of felt like drinking from a fire hose, but man, I learned so much every time I had a conversation and episodes naturally morphed as time went on. 
um, which makes me want to have everybody back on now that I feel like I understand what I'm doing a little bit more. So um, there really is no such, there's no replacing just fucking starting and doing it. Once you have the recorded episodes. And again, I use zoom because you can just automatically, when you record something on zoom, it separates the audio file for you. So mm-hmm. what I do is I just send that audio file to Haley and then Haley, what happens in the life of that audio file after I send it to you? Yeah. So once I get it from you, I edit it. I use Adobe audition. There's tons of other free services out there for editing I really recommend Adobe Audition. It's easy. It does cost, but that's what I use. And then after that, I write out the show notes that then Kelsey is able to go and edit. And then I upload it to a hosting platform. So Kelsey uses a Kajabi. I personally use Spreaker, which is from iHeart, but there's tons of hosting platforms out there. You put it there, schedule it, And then it's ready for the world to hear. And that's it. I mean, that's it. There's a lot that goes into that. But once you learn that, and there will be a lot more detail of the how-tos in Haley's courses. So don't forget that that is coming out or it's probably already out when you're listening to this or very soon will be um, because there's nothing like seeing it in actuality and seeing examples and getting those recommendations right from you. But the point I'm trying to make here is it's doable. Like Mm -hmm. it's very doable. Um, When you think of all the steps at once for anything, whether it's starting a podcast or building a house or anything, starting a business, um, so many people don't start because it's so overwhelming to think of all the steps at the same time. Yeah. All you need to do if you are thinking about starting a podcast, wanting to start a podcast, really seriously considering what that might look like, just do the first couple steps, see how it feels, then do the next couple steps and see how it feels. You don't need to worry about your hosting platform when you are at the beginning of trying to figure out your topic. I think that's a really big mistake that a lot of people make. I don't love the word mistake, but you know what I mean? Like people could save themselves a lot of grief and a lot of overwhelm by just focusing on the two steps in front of them and having an idea of the big picture, but as far as the actual task at hand, just worry about the immediate thing. And then the more you do it, And the easier the dominoes fall every single time. And then you get into a rhythm and then every episode becomes easier and easier. And as Haley said, you get consistent with it. Yeah. And I think another thing that holds people back is what people are going to think about their podcast. Ooh, yes. Big one. Because as a podcaster, people are coming to you because you are the expert in the field, right? That's Mm -hmm. why you have a podcast. That's why you talk about what you talk about. Like people see you, Kelsey, as an expert in the mental health field. And even if, you know, someone has a podcast and they just aren't really like totally, like they don't fully believe in themselves, other people don't know that, right? Other Mm -hmm. people don't completely know like what struggles you're personally having. All they hear is the finished product. Mm -hmm. And so, 
what a lot of people, including myself, had to do when I was launching was take myself out of the equation. And so thinking, I have these amazing guests. I have these amazing stories to tell. I don't care if someone is like, oh, this isn't as valuable as I thought it would be. Or if, you know, someone leaves like a bad review or something like that, that doesn't totally relate to you because although you are the face of your podcast, your podcast is like a different, it's not you, right? Like you are your own person. Your podcast is addition to you. And so I really had to take myself out of the equation and not think about my high school friends listening or (laughs) my grandma listening to it. Like I had to really just think, yes, I want my voice to be out there. I want these stories to be out there. And I want to add value to anyone who's listening. I love that so much. And one of the things in that vein that really helped me get over that fear, because I do talk about a lot of very vulnerable, very personal things. Mm-hmm. And one thing that actually a, a, a director friend of mine, I was talking to her about it and I was like, oh, you know, I don't know if I should be sharing all of this personal stuff. And she goes, well, Kelsey, good news. You can edit out whatever you want. Exactly. <laughs> so like, if you're in the moment feeling like, you know what, I, I actually don't want the world to know about that time that this embarrassing thing happened or this really vulnerable thing happened. I thought I was ready to share that, but I'm not ready to share it yet. You can edit it out or you can save it for another episode. I actually, that brings to mind another episode of this podcast with my friend, Matt Woods, who is a visual artist and an illustrator. He was our Halloween episode guest. I love that episode. (laughs) Isn't that, God, he's so wise. He's so Mm -hmm. wise. Um, and one of the things that I was really surprised to learn, Matt is one of my best friends in the world. And he has this character pumpkin head that he draws and it's this very whimsical, fun pumpkin illustration, kind of like horror, very nightmare before Christmas feeling. And, um, there's a very dramatic drawing that he put out. Uh, a couple years ago of pumpkin head taking an ax to his own head. And then the pumpkin seeds are spraying out and it was a post about self-harm. And in our podcast episode, he shared that he had actually drawn that over a year before he ended up posting that the photo of that artwork. He had to keep that for himself for a really long time before he was able to, or felt compelled to share it with the world. So the point being here, you can use your podcast as a way to process stories that you might not even realize need to come out of you, but it is totally within your control who gets to hear that and when. Absolutely. Absolutely. So don't let that hold you back. Yeah, I mean, you can even go and delete episodes if it's at a later date, if it's out in the world, you mean? Right. Yeah. So if you talk about it one day and a year later, you're like, I don't want people to hear that about me anymore. I've changed or whatever it may be. Yeah. You can delete it. It doesn't have to stay there. You're in control of what people hear. And so really it's all up to your comfort level of what you want to share. 
that's the greatest thing. I mean, you can write in your journal and privately record episodes for yourself and then have a different perspective out there that you share with the world. Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. That's a delicate line. Um, And it really does tap into that mental health piece of processing how you want to show up in the world. And I know we're getting, we're getting a little more out of the business speaking, right. And the expertise stuff, um, and more into telling the truth and telling stories that matter to us. Um, this is a little bit of a tangent, but it's related. So stay with me, everybody. This past weekend, I went to Memphis, Tennessee for the first time. And while I was there, I was so lucky to get to visit the National Museum of Civil Rights. And I am a white woman. And going through that museum, which was about the Black experience from the first instance, not the first instance, but the the time in the 1500s when slavery was really ramping up all the way through today. And uh, I will be thinking about that museum for the rest of my life. I will be processing that experience. But what struck me more than anything else while I was in that museum were all of the opportunities that I had as a white person to listen to a personal story of someone who had lived through a traumatic experience or even just an experience that is so foreign to me because I'm white um, and how much more deeply I was affected hearing one person's story, a personal moment in a human being's life instead of a zoomed out sort of textbook encyclopedia entry, right? Like you can read you can read about something from the, from a removed place, or you can experience something in a deeply personal way. And I'm tying this back in to say that a podcast is an opportunity for you to tell the truth of what your experience in this life is. Do you have to get super philosophical and deep? Like I do sometimes. Of course not. But if you think about it in that way of you being brave enough to share a story that you don't know who it's going to bless, even if it's, even if it is more of a business thing, you don't know who's out there listening, who like really needed that piece of advice. You don't know who out there really needed to know that they weren't alone in their experience. You don't know who out there, as my friend Candace says, needed to be blessed by your story. So I encourage you to be brave, to be as vulnerable as you feel comfortable being, and to just start the freaking podcast and start sharing those stories because goodness knows the world is a better place when we listen to each other and take the time to really understand other people and why they are the way that they are. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. That was, that's awesome. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's, I mean, 
obviously there were, there's so much to unpack about that experience. Um, but one of the, one of the things was that power of, of the story of the personal story. Um, yeah, definitely. And I really think one of the things I want to stress on here is a lot of people think of podcasting to make money. And yes, as a business owner, like I'm using it to get exposure to more clients for podcast editing or producing or coaching. But a lot of people go into it thinking, I'm going to make so much money. I'm going to be the next (laughs) Joe Rogan. I'm going to be the next call her daddy, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. If you're not passionate about it and you're just doing it to make money or get clients, it's not going to be sustainable. And I talk to so many podcasters every single day who are like, I haven't monetized yet. So what am I doing wrong? And I'm like, you're not doing anything wrong. You know, partnerships and brand partnerships and monetization does not come overnight to most people. If you have a great following like you do with your partnership with Kajabi, which is awesome. That's right. That does, that happens, but you can't have zero followers and zero connections to anyone and then be like, what am I doing wrong? I don't have a podcast partnership yet. Cause then you'll Mm -hmm. just get down on yourself. When it just takes time, you have to build up your brand. You have to build up those connections and then you can make money and get clients. So that's that's so true. Um, Golly, I feel like that's also applicable to just business in general. Like people who start businesses just to make money without having any stake in like any personal stake or not caring about the content of their business or their product. Um, those are the people who burn out and lose money often. Um, if you are starting a podcast or starting a business from a place of, it's something that you're passionate about, it's going to be successful. And yeah, it might take some time. Um, but it absolutely can be something lucrative and also podcasts for me, my experience so far Yes, Kajabi is a sponsor of this podcast, um, but it doesn't cover the cost totally, that one partnership. And I have actively chosen to continue to invest in the podcast because I see it pay off in other ways. It connects me to a bunch more of audiences. It connects me to experts in other fields who I get to learn from information sponge from them, which is a (laughs) new thing that I learned about from you today. Um, and podcasting is about so much more than just talking and potentially making some money from some ads. Podcasting is about curating the way that you show up in the world, what gifts you get to share, and making connection, fostering connection, human connection with people, people you don't even know. I mean, how cool is that? It's still wild to me, Haley. When I look on like Apple Podcasts and I read reviews and someone's like, this really brightened my Tuesday. I was having a tough day. My kid threw a tantrum or whatever it was. And then I found this episode and it made my day. When I read that every single time, I'm pleasantly surprised. (laughs) It's just so crazy. It's so cool. It's so cool to think about whoever you are listening to this right now, whether you're in your car or sitting at your desk, pretending to work, we won't tell. Um, (laughs) 
or you're in your house cooking, whatever it is, however you found your way here. It's such an honor to be invited into your life. And uh, it's a really cool feeling and I highly recommend it. (laughs) I agree. I really recommend it too, because you're just like, you basically become part of the family. It's like, it used to be, you would watch the news with your family and there'd be like the news anchors on your TV and you invited them like into your home with them being on your TV. And now it's like shifted into podcasting and, you know, you're driving with people in the car and you're, you know, speaking directly to them. I think it's just so inspirational and so, so fun, honestly. It is so fun. I love that. Let's end on that note. Podcasting is fun, guys. Yes. You should try it. <laughs> Highly recommend it. Yes. And it should always be fun. Should always be fun. Haley, how can people find you and support you? Yeah. So I'm mainly on Instagram. You can find me at Espresso Podcast Production. I also have a website where hopefully my blog will be up soon, just like you, you know how you were saying, yes, you you wanted to do a million things. And so my episodes go up there as well as you can find me on all streaming platforms at employee to boss podcast. And I have a couple of freebies out right now. If you click the link in my Instagram bio, you can get my podcast checklist. You can get a script to be a guests on podcast because that's a great way to start and dip your toe into podcasting. That's actually very true. I love that point. And I want to actually hammer that home. I started out learning that I loved to do this by being a guest on other people's podcasts. I was probably a guest on 20 podcasts before I started mine. Um, do that. Yes. yes. <laughs> because like, then you'll be able to see all of the details of interviewing and it really just dips your toe into podcasting. And then you can also email me at hello at espressopodcastproduction.com. Love it. Thank you so much for being here, Haley, and podcasting with me about podcasting. (laughs) It's been such a good time. Thank you. Thanks. All right, everybody. Thanks for being here for this episode of Find Your Magic. Go out there and find some. Take care. Hey, Magic Maker. If you made it to the end of this episode, it means you're truly committed to inviting more magic into your life. Be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and follow Find Your Magic on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to this stuff. Each review truly means so much to me. Thank you for being here. Now go out there and find your magic.